It's time for Crop Talk, local issues that area growers and producers are talking about. Crop Talk is brought to you by Halderman Real Estate and Farm Management Services and Harmeyer Auction and Appraisal Company. With our farm expert, Scott Caldwell. Good morning, everybody. This is Scott Caldwell back with you again this weekend. And today we are stepping a little across the border. We've talked to Indiana Farm Bureau before, and today we're going to be talking with Brandon Kern, the Senior Director of State and National Policy for Ohio Farm Bureau. Brandon, how are you doing today? Doing great, Scott. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So tell my listeners and myself, really, a little bit about yourself. What's your ag background? Kind of how did you get into this role? Yeah, so I came to Farm Bureau about 10 years ago now and uh, came by way of our state legislature and having worked in uh, a U.S. senator's office prior to prior to that and, and working with our state legislature, more from the legislative and policy side. Um, and then uh, I, I did the, the funny thing of marrying into a farm family. And so uh, farming and agriculture uh, became a very big part of, of our family's uh, life and, and, and became a way of life for us. So my wife and I um, and our three kids, we actually live on my wife Amy's family farm in uh, South Central Ohio. Uh, so it's a row crop operation, uh, corn and soybean uh, rotation here in, in central Ohio. So agriculture being such a big part of what our lives have become and, and being in the family, uh, that linkage between working in public policy for Farm Bureau and, and that connection to, to personal life was uh, really important. So let's jump on that for just a second here. Not coming from an ag background, right? I got a little bit in my family, but my parents, I did not grow up on a farm specifically. No. Yeah. So uh, I have grandfathers that have farmed, but mom and dad had moved off the farm. So what was the biggest, let's call it a culture shock for you coming from where you were at and then coming into agriculture and working on that side of things and kind of stepping, if you might say across the fence there, what, what just kind of blew your mind a little bit? Um, you know, I think, the especially in Ohio, the diversity of agriculture um, is just an impressive thing. Um, you know, many states have kind of a different makeup of, of agriculture across the different sectors, but in Ohio, we have a little bit of everything. We've got specialty crop producers, you know, fruit growers, vegetable growers. Uh, every all the major livestock uh, commodities have a, have a significant presence here in Ohio, um, and then you know, we're at the same time we're still a top ten. Um, row crop commodity, you know, producer, uh, in addition to having all that diversity. And so uh, in terms of Ohio agriculture, that was something that I don't, didn't ever really realize it growing up and, and, and being associated mostly where I grew up here in, in rural Fairfield County in Ohio, it's mostly a lot of row crop operations. So mm -hmm. to start to see that diversity in agriculture and production here in Ohio was uh, really eye-opening when I started to work for Ohio Farm Bureau. So as you've worked now for 10 years there, what's kind of like the coolest ag experience that you've had? Well, I, you know, I think one of the things that we uh, do on an annual basis and just a great experience um, for our members is we take all of our county presidents every year to Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. uh, for an advocacy trip. Um, and it takes a lot of work. <laughs> and a lot of planning and a lot yeah. of logistics go into, you know, we're, a, we're, a, we have 88 counties here in Ohio. Um, and so when you talk about having 88 of your county presidents uh, with you, plus some staff, you're, you're moving a hundred people around Washington, DC. So there's a lot of planning that goes into it, but every year we come out of that uh, trip and our members are just so appreciative of what Farm Bureau is able to 
uh, facilitate for them um, to be able to go meet with their members of Congress. It's just really a, a rewarding experience year in and year out to, to be able to pull that off and see our members at the grassroots level be able to go advocate for our industry. It's, it's a really cool experience. Awesome. Well, let's just expand that a little bit about what more is your role? What more do you do uh, other than you know the field trip? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So my role here at Ohio Farm Bureau. So first and foremost, I manage our government affairs team. So we have uh, a four a four person team at Ohio Farm Bureau that works specifically on on government affairs and and you know what most people recognize as lobbying. Working right. with our state legislature, working with uh, members of our congressional delegation specifically on uh, policy initiatives and and legislation. Working with the governor's office here in Ohio. Uh, you know, working with the executive administration in Washington as well. Um, so I manage that team. But then a big part of, of what we do in the public policy department at Farm Bureau is within working with our members to help inform them and, and, and kind of help facilitate a process so that they are informed and can take uh, positions on, you know, important policy initiatives that are important to agriculture. And so part of that, what we call policy development process is uh, facilitated by our staff at Ohio Farm Bureau working with our members to say, hey, issue XYZ is on the horizon. Where do you want to position our organization for the future in, in terms of what position we're going to take on those issues? And so that's a really important component to it as well. All right. So in a little bit, we're going to get into some specific issues, but let's talk about the members themselves. And if people are interested in this, beyond just joining Farm Bureau and being involved at the local level or member and going to the meetings, what can people do to get involved, to have their voice heard? You know, we uh, engage our members uh, a lot uh, from our state organization standpoint. Um, but being a being an active member doesn't mean uh, you have to be, you know, you have to hold a leadership position to be the county president or to be on our state board of trustees. Or the, the great thing about Farm Bureau is every member of this organization has an opportunity to be involved in helping formulate our policy positions. Every county has a policy development committee, and any member can bring forward an issue that they have experienced in their community or what they see at the state level or national level. They can bring that forward and recommend uh, solutions on how, how to solve those issues. Um, and we have a very grassroots driven process that allows them and provides this great process that's facilitated to help that become what our organization's official positions are and really shapes what my team does from an advocacy standpoint on their behalf um, once they take those positions. And so um, there, you know, it's just such a great grassroots organization that um, it does not require you to be a leader uh, within the organization. You, you just, uh, there are all kinds of opportunities to engage at every level. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. And when we get back, we're going to talk about some specific issues and things that are going on in relation to agriculture and Farm Bureau's connections. Are you receiving the correct cash rent? Is there improvements that could be made to increase your return from your farmland investment? Take advantage of the current strong ag economy and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investments. At Halderman Real Estate and Farm Management, we bring over 90 years of experience and knowledge to the table. We listen and can understand your farming goals. We offer advice, recommendations, solutions, and create a plan on how we can help you meet your needs and goals. Take advantage of the current strong ag economy. 
contact Chris or Lauren Peacock or Craig Springmeyer and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investment. Experience, knowledge, and professionalism. Contact Halderman today at Halderman.com. All right, we're back again. This is Scott Caldwell talking with Brandon Kern, the Senior Director of State and National uh, Policy for Ohio Farm Bureau. And previous to the break, we were talking about how people can be involved and kind of your background. But let's talk some specifics here. This particular episode is going to be airing the week after the May elections. And so now we start looking towards November and things that are going on and Congress is in session at the state and the national levels. What are some things that are the high priority things that Farm Bureau is looking at that maybe people are or aren't aware of? Yeah. Well, I think in terms of if you're looking at the national level, uh, the the thing that jumps out immediately is the farm bill, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a five-year uh, authorization bill that's passed by Congress and, and you know generally every five years that authorizes many of the risk management programs that are so important to our industry. Uh, at the top of that list for us is crop insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, you think about how important yeah. uh, the role crop insurance plays in the agriculture industry, providing that safety net that when weather gets crazy, like it is in Ohio right now, um, yeah. that, that farmers have that risk management tool available to them to help control those factors they just don't have any control of uh, specifically. And so the farm bill expires in September of this year. And I know, uh, you know, farm bureaus from across the country have been working together, quite frankly, uh, on a coordinated message to help uh, encourage Congress to pass a farm bill. And so, um, you know, that that's very important when you talk about crop insurance, when you talk about the Title I commodity price support programs that we have out there, when you talk about ag research, when you talk about uh, foreign markets and trade uh, promotion, all of those initiatives are supported through programs in the Farm Bill. And that is uh, definitely our highest priority for the remainder of this year as, it, as it's going to expire. The current Farm Bureau Bill will expire in September. Okay. So are you seeing potential, are you feeling there may be any hiccups with that or is it looking pretty smooth or do you have moments of panic? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that okay, there's I don't, there's I moments panic. of panic in your role, let's be honest, but <laughs> in general, <laughs> that was a bad uh, Yeah, no, no, no panic yet. Um, certainly, I think if, if your listeners are following, you know, what's going on in Congress right now. There are certainly a lot of, of things going on from a policy standpoint. Obviously, Congress right now is debating increasing the debt ceiling, and there's a whole debate about whether spending cuts need to accompany um, the, the raising of the debt ceiling. We've had a couple of agriculture issues and farm bill-related issues that have been kind of tied up in this debate that's going on right now as well. And so we're we're starting to hear feedback here and there that, with the, with the number of different policy and big, heavy-hitting policy initiatives that are out there, um, maybe we don't get a five-year, a new five-year farm bill by this September. I think people are starting to kind of set up a process where that maybe that doesn't happen. Okay. Um, and maybe we have to um, pass short extensions of the current farm bill towards the end of this year to get us through to a point in early 2024 where the, the negotiations can be finalized and we would get a new farm bill at that point. That, that's a scenario that's starting to be 
thrown out there right now. But I am very confident that members of Congress do have an understanding of, of what's at risk if we do not have um, at least an extension of a farm bill in place. You know, Scott, we if, if the farm bill lapses and we do we don't at least extend the current uh, bill, we go back to 1930s era agriculture policy, which just doesn't just doesn't work for, for agriculture in right. right? So, um, and but I, I do think that members of Congress have a, a, a very good understanding of that fact, and and, and know that we're going to have to have some sort of negotiated process here where we don't just see a farm bill lapse in September. So we're we're very confident there. I think. Okay, good. Uh, any other issues that are out there that people need to be aware of to keep their eyes on to be communicating with uh, their legislators? Well, you know. Um, here in Ohio, we, we're in a state budget year. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have kind of an election cycle uh, where our, our statewide elected officials are elected and our members of our House of Representatives elected them off year in between uh, those election years, they pass a two-year state operating budget. And so for us, uh, this is a really, really busy time in a two-year cycle here in Ohio where the state legislators putting together that operating budget, everything from funding support for our Ohio Department of Agriculture and all the programs that they oversee on behalf of our organization to make sure uh, those supply chains are running. You think about livestock inspections and dairy inspection programs and things like that. Uh, So very important. Uh, Major tax reform being talked about here in Ohio with our state budget bill. Um, We're advocating for farmland preservation here in Ohio. Uh, we are seeing increasing uh, significant development pressure in Ohio. You know, we're a state of eight major metropolitan areas. So farmland preservation and development pressure has become a very, very big issue here in Ohio as well as we work with our state legislature on state level policy. So uh, no shortage of issues to tackle. Awesome. Well, you know, I appreciate you being kind of the the tip of that and the point person for that and helping to uh, further the purpose of agriculture and keeping things secure for what's going on. And I know that uh, many people appreciate it, even though they may not know that it's you doing that and your team doing that. Um, but, you know, we appreciate what you do. So I'm happy to do it. It's a great honor. Yeah. So Brandon, before I let you go, I've got to ask you the same question. I ask all my guests at the very end, and that is what's something you wish you had known when you were younger? Well, I think uh, on that question, I draw from my experience here with Farmer. You know, one of the things when I was when I was younger that I probably uh, didn't have a great understanding of what a benefit it is, and now I see it. Um, has have my kids have gone through it, and uh, I see it on a day to day basis. We partner with these organizations, Ohio Farm Bureau. The value of being a part of 4-H or FFA, um, and and not just for kids that grow up in a, in an agriculture setting, right? Uh, yeah. The, the skill sets that these young people who are involved in these programs have, I really wish I would have known that and had a better understanding and, 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 uh, and desire to do that when I was younger. I did not uh, go through 4-H or FFA, either one, uh, but both, you know, my kids are, are, are 4-Hers now and uh, what a, what a great program uh, that is. And, and just helping build all those soft skills to be a great citizen in the future. So that, that'd be mine that I draw on from my experience here at Farm Bureau. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. Some great words for people to be aware of in there and for the young people to get involved. It's never too late for that. And for those of us that are of a not quite as young generation, encouraging others to step into those roles and learn and grow from that. So, 
Well, this has been Scott Caldwell, again, speaking with Brandon Kern, the Senior Director of State and National Policy for Ohio Farm Bureau. Uh, it's been a great conversation here. Look forward to many other conversations in the future to learn more about what's going on. Uh, but folks, I want to encourage you, make sure that you tell your story and agriculture story because it deserves to be heard. You have a great weekend. Crop Talk is brought to you by Halderman Real Estate and Farm Management and by Harmeyer Auction and Appraisal Company. Thanks for listening and join us next Sunday morning immediately after Community Caravan for Crop Talk with farm expert Scott Caldwell. From the station proud to support our area growers and producers, Kicks 96.